coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to our number two on this beautiful Monday in Lincoln, Nebraska. 93.7 The Ticket brings you old school. 402-464-5685. Join us on the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line. DPJ and myself, Rico, here. Old school brought to you by Sandhills Global. Go to sandhills.jobs. Apply to one of the hundreds of jobs that they have available at the global headquarters here in Lincoln. And again, I'm going to mention this a lot during the day. Everybody else is going to mention it as well. But an evening with the Huskers presented by us here at 93.7 The Ticket. Monday, July 18th from 6 to 9 uh, at Tanner's Sports Bar and Grill and Tavern 180. We will have some special guests joining us for the time. Garrett Nelson, O'Shawn Mathis, Trey Palmer, and a couple Husker coaches. Surprise guests. You're not going to get any names yet. You have to show up July 18th to find out who they are. It'll be $199 per person. Head to our website, theticketfm.com. Click on the picture, sign up yourself. Again, seating is limited to the first 120 people, so go to theticketfm.com and sign up today, tomorrow. Just just sign up whenever you can. Try and get there as soon as possible. We may give away one of our – so we have a table of eight. Mm-hmm. We may invite a listener to come with us. So we'll figure out how we're going to do that. Yeah, let's okay. figure out what, what sort of contest, competition is required for them to hang with us. All right. Yeah, That's make, a long night, ain't yeah. it? Six to nine. Six, Six to nine. nine. That's not bad. Three hours. A lot of eating, a lot of trash lot of food. talking. Yeah, a lot of trash talking. So what um, do you do? Did you interview the Huskers? What I do, it's just they'll come up and talk, talk and meet oh, and mingle. And, you know. Who's going to – you can – uh, Sean Callahan is the MC, The master of ceremonies. Um, oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, we're Sean just – Sean Callahan? Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So is uh, Sip going to be there? I would imagine Sip's there. He's probably there. busy. <laughs> well, he's always busy. <laughs> yeah, he's probably got some oh, work Sip to do. Oh, Sip's going to be there. Yeah, he's got some work to do. He but I think, I think we, we should have a listener. As a matter of fact, also, so July 26th. Sixth, I believe. Whatever okay. the last Friday of July is, we will be back at Haymarket Park for batting practice. BP with DP. Mm-hmm. So we'll have some listeners. We'll, we're working on some stuff because I think the idea would be for them to like they're gonna you know, try to get them to sign Strick for one day and let oh. him come in uniform and let him take some hacks. And Steve Taylor, Steve Taylor can rake. By the way, mm. now I knew that he had been drafted. He was drafted um, out of high school as a shortstop. By the Yankees, mm-hmm. and you know, but you know, we're all up there, and so sometimes you step back in and you don't have it. Right. It took Steve Taylor about three pitches. And then he was back. Oh, figured he, it out, and he was back in groove, man. <laughs> Left hander. Then he went out uh, and uh, played some shortstop. How'd that look? It looked like a former D one quarterback playing shortstop, <laughs> like because he he looked like a dude. 
he looked like a dude. Made the throw, made the backhand throw, made the coming, the charging in throw. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I said, oh, he's going to be, oh, Steve Taylor's going to be unbearable. Right? <laughs> it's going to be unbearable because he looked, he really did. He looked amazing. Um, so it was a good. So we'll have enough. We'll we'll get some more listeners down there. Jeremy, mm-hmm. you do not have to apologize, kind sir. You will be invited back in July. So if you can, you couldn't make this one. If you can make the next one, you have an invitation to it. Anybody hit any hit any dingers? Um, I, I know would. Strick and and Brent but, got a hold of some, but I don't know yeah. if they made it over the wall. They look good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one the wing the wind was like this was a full flags blowing in mm. day. Like mm-hmm. there, there wasn't like I. There were a couple of the of the salt dogs who went yard in their BP, right after hours. <laughs> their swings looked so effortless. I don't, and I know that they're you know, how fast are the pitches that, coming but, in? Um, BP. Yeah. Effortless swings. That's why. And Brand Brand looked good, and the couple that DP got a hold of, you know, looked pretty good. Although he was you know, favoring the knee a bit. Well, I was just trying to, to – to, first of all, I was just trying to make contact because, again, it's been forever. And oh, I, yeah. I, my normal swing is, is violent. There's a little bit of a helicopter to it when, <laughs> when I'm on. And I know I can't do that. So Had just, to slow it down. Just, yeah. Like, and then I had to think, okay, basic stuff. If you haven't hit in a while, first pitch, go back up the middle. Go back up the middle. I did that. I'm like, okay, cool. I, I, so like, I, I can stop now. Like, I, I can stop. But you can't. But I couldn't, and then you kept going. So uh, there's that. Um, so we had a listener drop off some 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 candy, and to tell you that they went straight old school with what was called they're called charms sweet pops, charms sweet pops, and there's two different types. So you've got the regular flavors where you've got grape. Watermelon, orange, orange, strawberry, cherry, yeah. yeah. And then you've got the combo ones, which takes, yeah, which takes like orange and cherry and puts them together. Yeah. And for me, this is, this is the OG Mount Rushmore top level candy ever. Like on my Mount Rushmore candy, the old school charms. Grape and cherry are like one A and one B. Yeah. So Jay, you were saying what's your go to when you were a kid? Like what was your what was your jam? Uh, now and later's and the uh lemon heads and then um uh gummy bears. I think they're uh, was it Har- Harbo or whatever? The har- I like the little bit harder ones. Okay, the ones with the with the harder outer and then the Yeah. Okay. Just a harder harder. What's gummy your go to now and later? All of them, but I would probably <laughs> grape or apple. It just seems like grape and apple ha- had the better flavor than strawberry. Yeah, cherries are cherries weren't very like common, so I think those were probably top level as well. Did you ever? When I did you level. ever get the banana or the chocolate now later? No, that never re- just... re- refused. I hated like you know how you could get the combinate combo pack sometimes. Yep, it'd be like four. What I hated the banana. That was kind of like I'd eat the banana ones first. Because I don't want to ruin it for everything else. <laughs> Just get rid of them. Get rid of them. So, yeah, because like our baseball team, we carried, we had a tub of Jolly Ranchers. Mm-hmm. And if you got a hit, somebody, when you walked in back in the dugout, somebody would throw you a Jolly, Jolly Rancher, Rancher yeah. right? Uh, based on the number of bases you got. So if you hit a double, you got two. If you hit a triple, yeah. you hit three. 
And so that was a big part of what we had. That's in college, it was now laters, and they were all grape and cherry. Yeah, they were oh, all so grape yeah, and cherry. Yeah, you had the good ones then. Yeah, Rico, what what was on your Mount Rushmore of candy? Uh, it used to be Skittles. Now every once in a while, I just we have like this little tub of Skittles. I'll just grab like a handful. Don't even don't even care about the flavors. Just toss it all in there. It's all all, good. all in at once. Just all in at once. Um, I'd have to say Sour Patch Kids. I think that's that's kind of a go-to. Like I couldn't do the lemon heads because the lemon heads would make you make the face, and your teacher would know that you were like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you were sneaking candy in yep. during class. <laughs> but there's that. Um, I'm I'm gonna have you test one of the. I had the, the grape one. It's really good. <laughs> have you test one of the combo ones? Because it's it's those are the one. Those are special event candies. Yeah, you don't just leave those. It doesn't seem like you would leave these just around the house. No, 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 no. Because mess around and have a dental dentist. Uh, oh, my goodness. You. Well, because the combo, like, it, it, there's certain ones that are just really good. Right. And there are certain ones. Okay, so there's what are the four, combo? Four different ones. Okay, so what Which? What? What are the four flavors? Sweet pineapple and sour grapefruit. Sweet strawberry and sour lemonade. Mm-hmm. Sweet blue raspberry and sour watermelon. Mm-hmm. And sweet mango and sour tangerine. So... Where would your your natural taste take you? I was immediately drawn to the strawberry lemonade and the raspberry watermelon. Try the strawberry lemonade. Try the try the strawberry lemonade. Okay, give your give your raspberry. Rico's report. And again, we thank the listeners because you guys always show up. Yeah. Oh, you went in. Oh, you went in. Ooh, that's tasty. <laughs> that's, that's tasty, bro. That's that's. There's no sour. Uh-huh. I don't know where the sour is. That's all lemonade. I've been on we've been on this this really strong strawberry lemonade uh kick, me and Rachel. Uh, so we've just been go just getting strawberry lemonade from a bunch of different places. Go, go to go to go to Lincoln Pub. Do they have really good they strawberry have lemonade? Really good lemonade. Okay, I might pick some up before because we've just been we we went McAllister's for a while. Uh-huh. They changed it to I think it's blackberry lemon or some type of different berry lemonade. Still good, but we're on strawberry lemonade kick. Uh, Wendy's, we just keep hitting that one with strawberry lemonade, which go, is go delicious. To, go to Lincoln Pub. Okay, Lincoln Pub. Go to Lincoln Pub. If anybody has any other strawberry lemonade spots, we went to Sonic a couple times. Like We just keep going all these places. I think We went know. Saturday and picked up. It was Becky and I's 11th anniversary. So we, oh, congratulations. We, were, we went to. Yeah, congrats. We went to the old, to the original Misty's. Mm-hmm. Have lock or whatever. Right? Well, yeah, yeah, which, oh boy, that's gangster in there. It's dark in there, right? Like, like it, it's a for, totally different atmosphere, right? Like I love. First of all, I love the helmet collection. Like yeah. I, they have like a Johnny Rogers figurine that I somehow need to figure out how to get my hands on. <laughs> like because it's like I mean, it's probably the only one. Yeah, like it's like foot and a half, and yeah. it's pretty amazing. Um, the best service in town. That was the best. Yeah. yeah, that was the best service. Yeah, that's the OG. They know what they're doing. That's like turnkey. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it's it, it was exceptional. And then when we left, instead of getting dessert there, we said we just go get a milkshake from uh, Lincoln Pub, and they they do the handmade joints, and it's spectacular. Mm. So if you're just looking, yeah, just uh, just browsing. Uh, it, Slim it, Slim Chicken's got a good strawberry lemonade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking. I it it was. They do, because they will 
put liquor in it if you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get the you get the spiked one. Yeah, you get the spiked lemonade. That's actually what they call it. They call them spiked lemonades. And you can get but you can get the milkshake spike too if you want. Yeah. And we didn't, of course, but man, bravo. Bravo mm-hmm. to that. So um there's a couple of things to talk about uh within the the Husker athletic program. And of course the news with Nori and him losing a year of eligibility and the 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 way that it was handled uh kudos to the young man for stepping up right yeah he got out in front of it and that's right. a smart thing to do to own up to your mistakes is obviously or a mistake is obviously going to be a learning experience and uh you know a player that you know in a lot of ways was trying to come into his own or starting to come into his own you know um you know, when, uh, you know, him and Teddy Prohaska played last year, it kind of changed the tempo of the uh, the offense, and, and Nori started to kind of, you know, put some good games together, really be a solid guard there. Obviously, where it was a little bit of a, you know, problem as far as the guard position, obviously, I think Cam Jurgens was, you know, doing a, a great job last year. But uh, inside, he helped out the, uh, the offense. But, you know, he's a part, a big part of the team great personality to have on uh on the team from my experience in the sense of you know always super positive uh great outlook on life and then obviously football as well so um you know he he'll be missed on the field but you know he definitely you know like both he said and the you know coach frost said that he'll still be around he's still going to be practicing so he's not going to just be sitting in you know off campus you know kind of like you know like what you saw like in the movie the program or something he'll be definitely involved just won't be able to play on Saturdays, those are going to be, you know, 12 long weeks for him. But I think that, uh, like everything, time, you know, moves a lot quicker uh, once you kind of get over the initial shock of I'm not going to be able to play physically on Saturdays. It doesn't mean that he can't help the team out in uh, other ways. One, you know, he's going to be – it seems like I, – I, just by reading it, it seems like he's going to be doing everything, the off season, everything like that. He's going to be in training camp. So essentially what he's going to have to do is be the best practice player he needs to be. And he needs to be a a guy that provides leadership and um, production, I assume, you know, on the scout team uh, going against our defense. So, you know, the defensive line should welcome it because it's a lot of transition, right? That was the spot that they had to, you know, look at in the transfer portal when I was recruiting. You're gonna go up against a you know a starter on the offensive line all year long or something. I'm assuming that, um, but for him, you know, you just gotta attack attack this as uh, you know the, nothing's changing. It seems you know it's not. I don't. I mean, obviously, you know, the ruling is the ruling. So what he has to do is deal with it and then move forward and, and use this as you, you can't do anything but keep going on. You got to keep your grades right. You got to be operating and be in develop leadership in the sense of obviously you're not going to be playing, so you're not going to be the direct leader in that offensive line room, but you got to be a guy that helps out the assistant coach and be fully engaged because even though he doesn't play this year, doesn't mean that he can't start and and just continue where he was from last year. So, um, you know, probably, I mean, I've never been in a position like he's been in um, or he's in, so I can't really speak to it from personal, you know, experience. But I look at it like anything that happens in the NFL locker room or college locker room or any type of sports team. The first week or so, first couple of days, it's a big deal. 
and then it's just business as usual. He'll still be there working hard. Um, it's going to be different for him. Um, but once he kind of finds his way and finds a role to kind of, you know, be a part of the team, he'll be just fine. Yeah, I he came to me uh, Friday and told me about it privately, and and I was respectful of of the, that conversation. Right, yeah. Um, and I appreciated it and let him know that he wasn't by himself in this thing, right? He wasn't going to be, you know, he was afraid we were going to cast him aside. I'm like, bro, no, if, if the program is, uh, okay with you doing the show, then yeah. you keep, keep doing mean, the show, which, which what, what, what I'm finding with the student athletes is this, they love being presented authentically themselves. Well, as they should, and uh, these you know kids these days are a little bit more savvy. I mean, they have a lot more opportunities media wise, so they're gonna embrace it. You know, the one thing that Nori could do is, you know, I mean, look, you don't need to be on here having like a talk show about him making a mistake. Just own up to it. When if he is, you know, and doing anything, and move move on. Try to you know um, use it as a positive. You know, whether he's you could parlay this into, you know, being a, I want to say a spokesperson, but you know, if it, you know, sometimes things like, and nobody knows the whole dynamics of, you know, what it was or whatever, but sometimes you can make an honest mistake and, and knowing that you made a mistake, you can go to use it as a positive and, uh, you know, and champion for making a comeback from it. And look, it's no, I mean, what would be any different in particular in theory that say like he, broke a leg so you'd be out just say you're out the whole season now obviously this is in your control somebody falls on your leg that's not but at the end of the day you know if you're not around so look it's he somebody's gonna have to step up or guys are gonna have to step up um and again this is a tremendous opportunity for, through competition uh um to you know make a name for yourself and so um you know injuries happen things like this happens um, just so happens, obviously, it's going to be on our radio waves just because it's University of Nebraska. I'm, Nebraska isn't, I'm sure, the only per, only university, Power Five, this, this, you know, something like this doesn't happen. So, um, you know, he's got to just, you know, come to terms with it. Probably, you know, it was probably a long weekend, you know, probably dealing with, you know, people asking and all that stuff. But after a while, you know, you are who you are and um, and you just be consistent. Everything and kind of work itself out. This always does. Yeah, he will still be uh, co-host of uh, Sunday Morning Pancakes with Brent Banks. That doesn't change. They'll be back uh, in two weeks, I believe, is what we agreed to. He'll be back in two weeks. He was going back to Germany, and uh, he'd even offered to, to stream yard in if needed be. I'm like, yeah, you got other stuff to focus on, young dude. Uh, first things first, I, I work that way. Um I'm proud of the young man for for just being straight about it. This is what went on. And he's smarter for it. That I can say without any question at all. When we come back, more Old School here on The Ticket. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.